welcome everyone to this week's episode of Holistic Conversations with Vicky and Bron. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast is all about how you can learn to live well, be healthy, have gorgeous skin inside and out, and really thrive as you get older. By sharing our knowledge through real life experiences in our holistic beauty practices using natural therapies as well as high-tech science know-how, we will impart behind-the-scenes how-tos on how you get the most out of your day to live with vitality. Hello everyone, welcome back to Vicky and Bronze podcast. Yoo-hoo. This podcast is all about green living. What does it mean to us and what does it mean to you and how can we basically help you to live green in your everyday life? So yeah, uh, should I start? I yeah, guess let's start with, with you. Me, yeah, I guess it's kind of living as clean and chemically free as, as possible. So we have talked all about what we use for skincare and what we use for remedies and makeup and all that kind of stuff. So basically my first advice would was um, to keep that as clean as possible, like no chemicals. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there now which is really good, but didn't used to be the t- did it, Vic? No, full of it's really hard. Unless you knew to, what to look for. Yeah. I think, um, too, just on that um, ingredient side of things, it's still really quite confusing for people because I get a lot of clients who go, I want to have um, chemical-free, but they look on the back of, a say, a skincare bottle or something or even sunblock, and it's like, oh, there's all these big names so big names sometimes, oh, chemical names, yeah, are plant extracts. Uh, and apart from, you know, you don't want to have to Google everything. Um, so I use, what I tell my clients is use the app, the Think Dirty app, and you can put the brand and the actual name of the product or you can scan it. And most of the products are in there, not all of them, but most are. And it gives you a rating. So Good care of makeup. Yep, and makeup and any personal care products, so shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, sunblocks, um, oh, all of those okay. things. Yeah, and it will rate it like a traffic light system. So green is means non-toxic. Then there's an orange, which is like will have mostly clean, but there might be two, two to four kind of thing of toxic. So you can at least be educated. And then red is obviously very toxic, so get rid of it. Or choose one red thing in your whole entire <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah, see, I would debate with that because I think if whatever you put on your skin is going to be in your blood. So exactly. I would, I would yeah. say, yeah, get rid of it. But, get rid of it. I'd say get rid of it uh, too. One of the really, really bad things is that a lot of, well, I guess there's a lot of awareness now because there's um, been so much breast cancer, but is um, lead in your deodorants. Yes. People just didn't uh, realise, and it, it brought about to me about six years ago when my girlfriend got breast cancer. And that's one of the first questions I asked her, what deodorant are you using? And it was full of lead, and she had no idea. Oh, gosh. And I actually felt really guilty that she didn't. Um, I just thought everyone knew that. Everyone knew. Yeah. And I think that's and one of the reasons why we want to do this podcast is because we know these things, but we forget that others don't know. So that's a really good point. Yeah. And I think because it's not necessarily we learned it on our training, but just that we 
we know what to look for. We know how to live without toxins. And so that would be our first question, wouldn't it? It would be yes. our first um, investigation would be into what we're putting on and in our bodies. Yeah. Whereas other people just used to trust um, buying something. Of course yeah. it'll be fine. We're, it's at the supermarket. It's at the chemist or it's at the beauticians. But yeah, actually, uh, I did I see. Do a find people. I saw a product actually advertised as clean and green, but it was in an aluminium tube, and it said aluminium is totally reusable and good for the environment because you're refilling it. I'm thinking, hello, aluminium is what gives you this toxicity. You don't want to be putting it, mm. and it's gonna um, the aluminium is gonna absorb into the cream which it's holding, obviously in the tube. So the cream is going to be contaminated. So it's thinking about those kind of things, even the packages, like we know about PCBs yeah. now, which we never used to. Yeah, um, because a lot of um, the suppliers aren't really aware. Correct. And so someone would ask them, oh, is this safe? You know, and they'll go, yeah. And so naively you might be, putting your product into something that's contaminating everything. Um, aluminium, I, I put it to, if you kind of think of that metallic taste in your mouth. Yes. If you think of that, that's kind of gives you a bit of an idea as you can imagine that just leaching into, into your blood because if it's going into your skin, it's getting into your blood. Yeah. And the big so, thing with aluminium and, and heavy metal toxins, which you find in a lot of deodorants particularly, is um, brain health and there are a lot of links now to dementia and Alzheimer's and obviously as we, we're an aging population, like we live longer, we're seeing dementia and Alzheimer's more prominent because lifestyle-wise, 50 years ago, everything was in aluminium because it was, um, it was very cost-effective. Mm. So it's yeah. just something to be aware of. Mind you, one thing they used to do really well was put every, um, you know, milk and everything into glass. Yes. So, and a lot of companies have gone back to that. So that's really good. That is good. Which um, will bring up the next thing um, is water. Your water bottle. Um, a lot of people use buy the old the plastics from you know the pump bottles. Yep. But um, yeah, you can buy some really good um, stainless steel ones now from health shops. And obviously, they keep your water cooler and no leaching and yeah. reusable. So, yeah, using a lot less plastic. Exactly. And um, what you put in the microwave, and not only the the dish that you put your stuff in, but um, I mean, really, a lot of people should saying you shouldn't be using a microwave anyway. But yeah, we don't want to get too paranoid. But yep. um, is your your um, we call it glad wrap, but your plastic, plastic wrap film that you put over the top. Mm. You shouldn't do that. No. So um, just put like a tissue. What do you yeah, call it? a handy towel. And also too, yeah. you can get. I know Tupperware. <laughs> this is what I have. Tupperware have um, microwave safe bowls. So really, you should probably um, even so to save your china and all that because you can't use a glad wrap. So you can't. You can do the handy towel. But if you should put it in a microwave-safe bowl, so they usually have the lids on them, and that way you you don't have any leaching and it's the right oh, type. Oh, has it got the hole? Has it got like a steam hole? Yeah. Oh, good old... Uh, good old Tupperware. Tupperware. 
I, I got that years ago, so I don't even know if you we can buy it. Still. We should have, we should bloody sell it. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> well, they last forever, so uh, it's not so very good <laughs> from a <laughs> saleable thing. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you mentioned toothpaste. Yeah, so I don't, I don't use the um, normal toothpaste. I'm going to sound really hippie-ish here. Me neither. I use um, a red seal one, which is quite nice, but have kind of baking soda. Yeah. Um, ingredients. Yep. And um, so I've got one that's a natural one too, and it's got baking soda and silica. So silica is like a natural whitener. So you can get. I mean, obviously it's a mineral, but. Uh, it helps to buff and take away coffee stains and all that because, of course, we still drink red wine and have coffee, even though we're into everything oh, else natural. Of course. <laughs> That's natural, isn't it? Uh, exactly. <laughs> red wine. <laughs> coffee beans. Uh, yeah. So getting back to green living, um, what I also, we've discussed, of course, as well with our diet is uh, processed foods. I have very little. I I don't say I eat none because I might have the odd biscuit, but I never buy biscuits. And I, I usually would buy, well, when we can get, get to cafes, I'd buy home baked kind of stuff yeah, rather than processed food. So much nicer anyway. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing you have to kind of watch out for is uh, sauces. Yes. People eat a lot of sauces and buy the cheap old supermarket ones and they just don't realise what crap's for, um, in them. Yeah, a lot of them are, are filled with these nasty fillers, really. Um, again, and, I, I think probably Aussie New Zealand, it's probably quite safe, but it's just a lot of extra carbs that you don't need and extra sugars and it's the sugars and the well, salts and all that kind of stuff that we don't really need long term. You've got to think long term. What you put in your mouth yeah. goes into your body, and that's that. You know what happens after ten years, twenty years, thirty years, forty years that has a big effect over that period of time. So it affects quality of life. Uh, might not give you, you know, arthritis or dementia or any diseases as such. It may, but it may contribute. Yeah. But it's also yeah. about, um, you know, less inflammation in your body, less pain, moving around a bit better, that kind of thing. Yeah, just feeling lighter and... Um pressure really and, yeah. and basically if you're putting more loads on your liver and your kidneys it's kind of taking away from the what they you know how good they should be working so if nothing else it's just a detriment isn't it yeah and um, also too lots of people um, struggle with uh, you know putting on weight especially as they get older mm. well all those things are the things to look for because they've got the hidden calories because of all those extra bits and bobs so those are the things to, you know, without changing your lifestyle completely to, to minimise, you don't have to give it up, but minimise um, how many sources you have a week kind of thing on stuff or look for the cleaner one or make it because quite often in our head we think, mm. oh, it's going to take lots of time. Well, that's what I used to think. But in actual fact, it's usually quicker, but it tastes nicer <laughs> if you make it from yeah. scratch. Yeah. And it's and not hard. You don't have to add flour or you don't have to add sugar. I mean, you you might need a sweet element to it, but you could use your um, coconut nectar or your, yes. um, what's the other one, blue agar or even yep. coconut sugar. Yes. And, you know, the, no, the non-GI, so it won't change your blood sugar levels and won't kind of sit 
and your body is fat, your body can use it. Yeah. So And you don't have mood so spikes, you know, energy spikes and mood swings. So those are the things that you get from a lot of high GI foods too over time. Yeah. And just how you know how I said when um sometimes you have the odd uh, glass more than you realise and you're drinking yes. a nice wine, you just don't feel right the next day. And I'm thinking, God, imagine if if you just ate crap food, you'd just feel like this all the time. Exactly. That becomes people's normal. But when they when they kind of look at us and go, where'd you get your energy from? Or how come you're such a ball of beans? We're like, well, <laughs> but it's just all of this, isn't it? It is absolutely everything that we're putting in our body and then on our skin and on our hair and everything in our mouth yeah. and brushing our teeth is... So shampoos and conditioners are a big one too. Yeah. And hair dyes. Um, and hairsprays even. Yeah, I think um, kind of our kind of era is especially hair dyes. That's probably one of the things I still do. Yeah, me too. Um I kind of do it probably about every six weeks and, and sometimes I even do the one at home. Don't always go to a hairdresser. Yeah. Um, I've tried the, the hennas, the nice ones, but yeah. it kind of makes my hair really red. Because you've red got quite hair dark hair, anyway, hair so. yeah. And yeah. I've got quite a lot of red in my hair, so mine does the same. It goes quite red and not even. <laughs> and you, So you don't kind of really get a choice with the natural product. So uh, saying that, they've got much better ones now which don't have the peroxide and the um, ammonia in them yes so that's what i usually go go for and i go to a hairdresser that uses the minimal yeah chemicals so they're, they're much better than they were in in the 80s and 90s and 2000s. exactly yeah um, so our world has become a lot a lot more aware so that's really good. I think, I think it's always don't get away. Yeah, I think it's always good to ask. So if you're going to a professional, like a hairdresser or a beauty therapist or uh, anything service-wise, always ask: Do you have clean green products? Because um, the less load you have, the better. I mean, in our day, they used to laugh at us when we used to say that. <laughs> I remember um, going to a seminar. And I swear, the, the lady that was teaching all about her product, I won't name it, but she was putting down natural products and saying how dangerous natural products are because they don't have preservative in them and they will pick up viruses and bacteria and before you know it, you could be blind and she's putting the fear of God into people. <laughs> and I was sitting there really quite... I mean, this is before I made products, so I kind of didn't know too much, and I was just thinking, surely not. Um, but I guess there was a lot of home-based places that didn't use preservatives. Um, but you don't have to worry about that now. If that, if that ever was a thing, um, there is natural preservatives. So natural products have, have a just as good preservative, but they might have a date on them that, which is only lasts for 6 to 12 months. Um, so you don't have to worry about it. She was just out of line, really. It was, it was really bad. She was really talking about, you know, like the kitchen, what I call the kitchen skincare. So if you make up yeah. and put avocado and egg white on your skin for a mask, yeah, you pretty much, that's not going to be great. Plus it's not going to go in. And, and then you, you leave know. it in the fridge. Yeah. And you leave, yeah, it's all full of water and water, water um, builds bacteria. Exactly. So, yeah, I can imagine that. And you wouldn't see 
until it grows mold, you wouldn't see any of that. So, yep. yeah, there was that. But, oh, my gosh, it was really quite <laughs> archaic. I think everyone was like, oh, my God, all the beauty therapists there were thinking, we're never going to use natural products. I know. And then we came along demanding natural products, but also with anti-aging in them. So I know I had a lot of yeah. troubles in the 90s when I opened my um, salon originally. It was 1994, I think. And I was trying to find a product range that was as natural as possible. Uh, it was really, I think I had a choice of four ranges in total in, in New Zealand So at that time. Um, but I still wanted the anti-aging. So it still had to be scientifically formulated and deliver the ingredients, the goodies, but without all the rubbish. No. Toxic. Didn't mode. exist really, did it? Not really. Not really. So, yeah, I mean, that's one good thing that's happened is um, we've um, transcended into a whole lot of uh, yeah. green and beautiful stuff. So yeah. And then good. eating uh, eating organic. Do you eat organic? Yeah, I think sometimes it's kind of um, overstated, you know, like I've been to organic shops and it's kind of like, oh, my God, I think I'll go back to the, the supermarket because they've been all shriveled and right, had the yeah. organic sign on them and they've been four times the price. Yeah. But obviously um, the look is the first thing that you've got to look out for. Um, and I've been to places where the spray is obvious too, but in Auckland – and most of New Zealand is pretty good, you know. Yeah. Even if they're not classified as organic, they don't really have any toxic sprays. They're, you know, people are so much more aware of it. And then if you um, wash it, wash it when you get home kind of thing, you're getting off any residual, anything. Yeah. So do you drink on, yeah. on that topic of water? <laughs> I know I'm diverting here all over the show. Um, do you drink filtered water or tap water or... Um, Ionized water? Filtered from the tap. So I've yeah. got a filter on my tap. Yeah, and we have a filter uh, on our fridge, so it's pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they say that people that drink filtered water could be missing fluoride in their diet, but I don't think so. I think it's so many other things are washed with normal water that yeah. you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. Um, and one of the other things by using a natural toothpaste, you, you might be missing your fluoride. fluoride. Yeah. But again, you can get it another. If you've got a varied diet, like you're not just having the same thing day in, day out, you're more likely to pick up that because it's in the soil, you know, so it's going to be in yeah. root vegetables. And if you've got any, any doubts about that, just have a talk to your dentist. Yeah. Um, yep. They might put you back on a fluoride toothpaste, but hey. You know, or you can take fluoride tablets if you don't want to. Exactly. Don't want to take, um, and I think you can get those from the dentist as well nowadays. Yeah, I think you probably can. I think yeah. that's what they soak a lot of their dentures in and stuff. Actually, you can get that, which is actually quite yummy, the um, paste. I used to have to put that on my teeth um, for receding gums originally until I actually swapped toothpaste and went to a natural toothpaste. My gums and my teeth are much healthier uh it's uh, oh, wow. called i think it's called tooth um tooth cream or oh, anyway i can't remember but i think that has pretty much high fluoride in it um and that's for if you have gingivitis or that kind of thing 
which I used to have before I swapped toothpaste, and now I don't have that. Isn't that what, ironic? What you used to have when you when, when, you, I, when you dyed your hair red. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ginger yes, I get it. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, now the other thing you have to be aware of is sprays, cleaning products. Yes. Very toxic. And yeah. and that I think that's one of the big things, like dishwashers and all that, because yeah. the chemicals are on your plate and then you're putting your food on the plate. And then and you might be heating the plate that. in the microwave. Yeah, and I mean, it, we can sound a bit paranoid, but again, it's accumulation. It's not mm. one-off, it's not going to do it, but it's kind of a, if it's a lifestyle thing, it's just something to be aware of. Yeah. That any services you're cleaning, uh, try and make them as healthy as possible. I mean, you can use your tea tree essential oil. Yes. But saying that, you don't want to spray tea tree on your plate and have it still there because tea tree can be quite toxic. So it's kind of, it's, you've still got to clean, obviously, but... um. Just be aware of it. Yeah. And same for your laundry powders. So same as cleaning any kitchen surfaces and bathrooms and stuff. You can. There's quite a lot of natural um, products out there. The only thing is, you've got to make sure they do the job (laughs) and they actually clean. So some are great and some are not great. So yeah. I mean, I've 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 um, brought so many uh, dish wash liquid, and it doesn't foam. Yeah. And um, you don't really need it to foam to work, but some of them just don't work, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I just – You've got to try I'd different brands. Recommend, yeah, just have a regular one and use less. It's probably yeah. – at least it cleans properly and as long as you rinse it. Exactly. But, yeah, it's just something something to be aware of. I mean, mm. um, it's just that toxic build-up that we have had clients over a lifetime, you know, we're talking 10, 20 years or even more – they can start developing rashes or psoriasis mm. or something. And it, and it could be because, sure, they might have gone going through um, hormonal changes, but they've become very sensitive. But it's because before they might have had more of a barrier on their skin. Their skin might have been more lubricated or, um, they, you know, the estrogen drop has made them much more sensitive. And it thins so the skin a little can, bit too when your estrogen drops. So sometimes well, that's true as well. Yeah, and changes yeah. the pH, so, so it's the microbiome on your skin. Yeah. So all these things, it mightn't be that doctor will just say, "Oh, it's just your hormones." You're just thinking, "Bloody hell, these hormones!" But it's mm-hmm. it's because your hormones are reacting that you're more sensitive. So yeah. it's not kind of doctors put everything to hormones, whereas there's a reason why your hormones are actually still reacting. Like we were talking about last week, it might be because of stress. So mm. it's about bringing back that balance and giving your body a break and a helping hand. Yeah. That, come on, yeah, you're making me carry all this weight for blimmin' 30, 40 years. Any wonder I'm going to have a blimmin' out now and again. Yeah. <laughs> And so when you do yeah. react like that, like exmarin, dermatitis and stuff, all of a sudden, and it's likely to be either stress or hormonal changes, then look at laundry powders first because that's usually a quick go-to if it's yeah, surface. Fast. Yeah, it's like have you changed your laundry powder? Can you go more natural? What else have you changed that's touching your skin? Um, hand washes and so you're sleeping you're sleeping you know you're eight hours in your sheets sheets yeah and it could be just something simple like that like like when we were 
the other end of the spectrum when we're, you know, advising people going through adolescence. It could be that they've got, because um, they've got so much oils in their skin, then all of a sudden their pillow slips are holding their bacteria. Yes. So now it's kind of the other way. <laughs> and if you think our, about... Yes. Yeah, if you think about if you're having hot flushes, then the, and then you come out in a rash, so that's a very oh good gosh. point. So you know, yeah. are you changing the sheets? And I, I know that's a pain when it's the whole sheets that you need to change, not just the pillowcase. But um, <laughs> <laughs> if it yeah. solves the problem and, and it's only for a short time, then it might be worth it. Yeah. So things, so so kind of don't look at your regime and go, oh, but I've always used this. All of a sudden, you might react to something that you've never reacted before, and it might be because, like I say, all of a sudden you've become more sensitive. Yeah. So do that's when we would advise, you know, take a look at a relook. If you'll probably find there's a chemical in there or some ingredient that now your body's going, nah, I can't handle this now. Yeah, so and that's kind of, it's kind of like. Sorry, yeah, I was going to say it's kind of like with your baby or your or your nana, they are more sensitive, so you've got to treat them with cotton gloves a little bit more. Yeah. Whereas in that middle middle lifespan, younger lifespan, you can get away with a lot more. You can get away, and it's almost like um, because our immune system changes because of you know changing hormones and also that build up of toxicity, if you like, in the liver, which you mentioned before. So if you are reacting to something all of a sudden and you think it's hormones and potentially some spray or something or other, then that's an even more reason to eat more greens because then your liver's going to detox more efficiently. It doesn't have so much of that toxic burden to try and <laughs> process and get rid of. Uh, so it might be getting rid of it with rashes rather than, you know, just normally peeing it out kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe start with like a detoxing tea, like your dandelions or your yeah um, licorice root, licorice. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and and then then we could probably advise supplementation and yeah. for the next step, or and also probiotics. Like, depending. Yeah, or depends what's um. You know, you might want a surface detox as well. Like if you all of a sudden develop cellulite or pimples or whatever. Yeah. Which again, um, there are a lot of ladies that in their 40s go through um, adult acne as well. Exactly. That's actually really, really common. And in fact, when what I've got, which is not acne, but it's a form of, is rosacea. So that's come, ah, yes. that is definitely menopausal because as I, so every now and then I get a period. And when just before the period, I get this. Like they're like pimples, but they're not pimples. So, and it's all around my nose. It feels like my nose is blocked on the inside. <laughs> so, right, so swelling. Swelling, yeah. So, it's very much hormonal, which means you've got to look at the triggers. So, for me, I know just because of trial and error, dairy. <laughs> so, if I have dairy, that's going to make it flare as well as the changing hormones. So you can't do much about ch the changing hormones, but you can do something about the dairy. <laughs> so, okay, don't do the dairy or have very minimal. Um, you know, it's just you've got to well, look so, at your triggers but for I'm the liver. But I'm saying that, doing something, you are doing something about it, but by actually eliminating the dairy, you're actually stabilising your hormones. 
Yes. So exactly, it's um, you are, you know, the secondary response is you yeah. are having the hormones. So. Yes. Yeah. When I say that, I mean you can't change hormones from not yeah. not going into menopause because that's normal. <laughs> so yeah. you've got to go through that actual process, but you can make it really pleasant and lovely, like yay, no periods, rather than oh, I've got hot flushes or rosacea or eczema or whatever your thing is, not sleeping. <laughs> that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> Well, <laughs> oh, young people, young people listening to this would think, "Oh my God!" I know they just um, worry about the spots they have, <laughs> or looking in the mirror and how beautiful they look. I know. Yeah, such a shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, what else is? What else do we do? The other thing too is is um, watch the marketing. So. I have a big pet peeve on marketing for any kind of product. And this is really pertinent now because wellness products are very trendy, whereas before they were harder to get. So they would seem to be better quality ingredients to, in some respect. Now there's a whole range of stuff that are wellness orientated, but just check, are they actually containing plant extracts at you know, 80 to 90%? Or do they have yeah. one or two ingredients that yeah. might be green tea and whatever, yeah. <laughs> licorice? <laughs> and they yeah. go, oh, this is a natural product because it's not as regulated as we would think or are led to believe. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, because I looked into the uh, organic labelling and the um, organically growing and all that, and it's kind of something like, you can have one ingredient yes. that's in there at, oh, I think it's as low as 2% organic ingredients in there, and you can call it organic. Yep. And it's just corrupt. Like if mm. um, you're normally paying these big um, drug companies that are, are usually in control of the organic laws because they've, they've got the sub-company, and if you pay them thousands of dollars that they will make – anyone's product um organic if that's what they want it to be almost yeah and it's it's, it's true it's because it's because bizarre. there's big money in it and everyone wants green so they go okay let's just call this green so we as consumers we have to be really smart and savvy and go okay so what's the percentage of green so when you're looking at labels going back to label reading that all your ingredients that are the top like the first that are listed are the highest quantity, and you would know this, Bronwyn, from making products. Mm. So, and if there's any preservatives, well, there will be preservatives in there. They should be the last ones, but don't make them parabens or <laughs> anything ending in a paraben or a, a bin <laughs> or an oxide. And this is some be block. Aware. Yeah, be aware. Uh, yeah. I mean, as I say, beware. try that app, app that um, Vicky was talking about. Yep, the Think Dirty app. Think Dirty, yep. Otherwise, you can just um, send us a, a message anyway. Yeah, um, yep. And if we don't know, we can find out for you. But, yeah, a lot of them are real big have, um, I hate to say it. And what I tell clients is kind of like, well, what were you expecting? You're paying yes. 20 bucks yep. for an organic, high-potent uh, high green product? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, it is. It does cost a lot more to to get 
good um, therapeutic ingredients yes. and that have got all their life force in them, they're going to cost a lot more. So yeah. they're not going to be 20 bucks. They're going to be at least 60. 60, yeah, exactly. So something cheap at the supermarket usually, you know, if it calls it green, it might be that it doesn't have any toxins in, but it doesn't mean it's actually got any benefits in it as well. That's it. Um, That's it. And it, it, you know, if it's just a cleanser for taking off um, your makeup, then that might be all you want, as long as it's not harmful. But it's um, that is the big have is when you look at them, they're, they're kind of in some cases are usually about eighty percent water. I, I found out when I yeah. read most of the ingredients, and then yeah. they will kind of have big words in them, um, but they had nothing of value in there, so they mightn't have been doing any harm. In that case, their label might have been pretty green or their product's pretty green, but there, there wasn't any benefits in there as yeah. well. Yeah. So it was still it's still a whole waste of money. That's it. If you're buying something to put on your skin, you're spending time and energy and money. So then you want it actually to do something. So you want, that benefit is anti-aging and I know there's a bit of controversy about how we use that word <laughs> so it's basically so that you your skin looks good um for your age pretty much is what most people want I mean some people want more than that but that's fine <laughs> uh but to get that benefit that's exactly what Bronwyn is saying is that you need to have something formulated from a molecular um size even to actually get into the skin. So a lot of the clients would say, oh, well, I just use coconut oil. Isn't that okay? It's like, well, that's going to sit on this on the skin. So it might stop, you know, if you go to a pool and stop the chlorine from getting in and it's mm. stopping it drying out. But it's not actually moisturizing, um, you know, getting your skin to keep working how it's meant to be doing all the jobs it's meant to be doing so that it stays healthy and then, you know, you've got other stuff. And then it goops up and gives you pimples because it's blocking all the pores. Yeah. I mean, coconut oil can be fine if, if, if what they're trying to do is just protect their skin That's and right. take off their makeup. It's a, it's a lovely natural product. But as as you say, it's not going to actually moisturise, even though it is a moisturiser. And it's it, you've got to use it internally to to get those moisturising benefits yep. in your cooking. That's uh, right. Raw in your diet. Yeah. Fatty, fatty acids. Yes. Uh, yeah. So what else do you do, Vicky? Um, I'm very similar to you, actually. So I, uh, that's pretty much my stuff. So I'm not overly uh, the water thing. I do filtered water. I know some people do ionised water. And you can buy, uh, used, we used to have at our old clinic, uh, the mineralized water. And you can definitely yeah. taste the difference. And from a hydration perspective, it's really good. So I would say if you are constantly feeling like you're thirsty and you're, you're drinking plenty of water, but you still feel thirsty, <laughs> obviously go check your diabetes. But it could be your water. You're not absorbing your water. And so yeah. that help, that, there's a big knock-on effect for detoxification and, you know, bowel movements and all that type of thing. Um, but apart from that, I think I'm pretty much with you with everything else, cleaning products. I use essential oils and a whole heap of stuff like you would for cleaning and sterilizing and antibacterial and antiviral. Uh, alongside, I will spasmodically use chemical stuff for, for like the drains or, 
you know, but yeah. then I, I'll I, rinse out stuff. I use chemicals in my toilet. Because <laughs> really. I think there's some, some places some things, you really got to. Yeah, exactly. you got to make sure there's yeah. no, you know, bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think clean, clean and green eating and living for me is, you know, returning things back to the soil as much as we can, composting and recycling. Um, again, with skincare products, I would say look at your containers, that things. I'm not overly fussed, but I would buy a product if it's got a recyclable factor on it and it's clean and green, good for the planet, over something that it has to be chucked out, you know, not is not reused. If it's a good ingredient list in there so yeah i think but but equally there's no point being totally green and all into um you know the world and the planet and good for the planet if you're not good for your own skin because your skin reflects your health of your body so you have got to look after you first and then the planet and i know, well it should be 50 50 but we've yeah. got to go I'm for it works i've just had a thought um because I remember having a uh, talk to one of my clients about it. Again, that I thought um, would have been kind of common sense, but it's not necessary. As I'm talking about using chemicals in the toilet, and sure, you can also use them on the toilet seat, but make sure then mm. that you wipe the toilet seat off chemicals because you're yeah. actually putting your skin on that. And so that could be something simple like that. You're still kind of trying to be good, and then you're putting your skin on the toilet yes full of, yeah chemicals so that was one of the things that, yeah. especially if you start getting a rash <clears throat> backs of your legs and stuff that could be something to look at i mean i don't know the other thing too actually on that level is washing your car and now i know a lot of people go to the car wash oh, yeah. but i'm a little bit old-fashioned and i wash the car but again try and use eco-friendly products for cars one it's better for the paint but two it's all going into our stormwater, so it does flush out to the ocean. That's my little – I am a little bit of a greeny planetary person. <laughs> what goes yeah, well, environment and global warming and all that kind of stuff, it ha has an impact. There's a knock-on effect. But, you know, it, you've got to clean, but at the same time you can be aware of what's in stuff so that you can minimise the damage that, as humans, we're doing to our planet because well, it'll come back that, and One us. of the things um, people don't think of is, um, and I, I was naively, didn't even think until someone pointed it out, and I was like, oh, oh my God, is um, floss. Oh, floss. yes. You shouldn't flush that down the toilet. Because it's you wax. put it in the rubbish. Yeah. So it actually can strangle fish. It's Ooh. like a plastic that floats around. Yeah. yeah, something I'd never even thought of. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit maybe we should give the listeners and they can give us some feedback, like a challenge. What Just think about, become aware of everything that we do, put on, put in, we do in our lifestyle. Where does that end up? Yeah. It's just good to think about it. And is there an alternative? Yeah. Because sometimes there isn't, and that's fine. But a lot of the time now there is. And so if it is, is it in your price range? Because sometimes it's a lot more expensive. But again, nowadays, not so much. It used to be 20, 30 years ago. But now a lot more things, because it's very trendy, are 
more recyclable and more reusable or you can buy things from old bottle tops that have been compressed and they're made into xyz yeah <laughs> pot holders and stuff and and getting back to kind of cleaning your guttering or cleaning anything on, on your house or outside um usually those drains wash through your property mm. so if you're growing your organic veggies yes that water could be ending up in your veggie garden yep so that's something that you think you might be thinking you're doing really well and you're eating organic veggies, but you might yeah. be having a lot of toxins coming as the runoff. Um, so it might seem a bit, you know, oh, really, is am I getting paranoid? But with the whole class of organic uh, growing conditions, mm. they take that into consideration, which obviously is on a lot bigger scale. But with all the neighbouring farms, if they're not organic, Yes. They take into consideration even the sprays, how how far they transfer in the, in the soil and in the and the soil and in the drain waters. Yeah. Because that how can they be classed as organic next door when they're getting that wash off from exactly from the neighbors? So And I think so to be exactly certified and you might know this, Bronwyn, to be certified as organic, I think they have to have the soil quality has to be organic. Um organically turned for 40 years yeah. before it can because yeah. it takes that long for the remineralization and yeah. um stuff for the soil because we used to in the old yeah. days grow something rest it pl plant another crop in that area so that it would remineralize but we don't do that nowadays yeah. because of mass planting but yeah and so they don't have to have the 40 years but they have to turn them over and I've, some fields can be change into organic but there's just so many big laws you know like we've got yeah. to dig down so far and get rid of all that soil and right it's actually really strict for a reason so yes. that, that is something that's that's a lot stricter that way they're, they're strict um, yes as in growing the crops that are organic but they're not strict um with the skincare might be getting confused well they're, they're strict they're, they're strict on the organic ingredients but they're not strict on the labeling Yes. So they could have like a tiny percentage of organic ingredients in there, and they've and they've um, paid to get a certification. Yeah, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. So they end up being kind of labelled as organic, but really, when you know how to read the ingredients, they're not at all. Yeah. But a lot of times, it is actually even hidden from us. Mm. And um, but we would. A good giveaway, I think, is some, a company that's got nothing to hide and, in fact, is proud to be organic and proud to be natural will normally state that kind of thing on their yeah. labels rather than just say organic ingredients. They were kind of their whole... And they will uh, usually belong things. to a few boards, wouldn't they? So there's organic regulatory boards, and so they would normally... Yeah, we're saying that um, not always because of the, the little companies. It's just that you've got to pay expensive. thousands and thousands of dollars and they realise that it's their big brother that's controlling them when they know a lot more. So a yeah. lot of them don't really bother. Right. Um, so it's not necessarily the be-all and, and end-all. Mm. Um, and that's one thing with my products is I haven't gone down that line. I mean, it wouldn't be until it's a really big company that I could even justify it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And. And that's their way of um, keeping Controlling. everyone out so they're in control. Yeah. yeah. So, Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Hey, just on the um, runoff and organic side of things, I'm in Melbourne here, it's a little bit different from Auckland, that we have 
all of our uh, outdoor watering for our plants, pretty much from new builds really, has to be off your runoff. So we all have tanks on our properties mm. and you have to use tank water pretty much for your gardening. Or well, you meant to. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that Melbourne Metro as well or is that just... Melbourne... Like our- no, that's metro because it, because the water supply, there's so many people, it's four, over 4 million people that live in metro Melbourne uh, that wow. you have to have tanks or new builds if you've got an old established place. Obviously, you don't have to put them in unless it's certain, you know, you're doing renos or whatever. But all new builds have to have since probably, I don't know, five years or maybe a bit longer, maybe oh, 10 wow. years, um, have to have water tanks and that's what you use for um you know washing your car and doing your you know gardening because also oh, in so summertime the different water than the different water oh, you usually have okay. two things on your side of your house because also there's water restrictions in uh summertime here it can get like 40 degrees and the, you can't use your water because you know, and, the, and and then there's fires and stuff like that. So <laughs> something that you had to learn as a good I had to girl. learn, exactly. So you have to switch your tanks over and all that kind of jazz. But the oh, thing wow. I was going to say about that is remember if you are doing organic, that the runoff that you get in your tank, unless you have a special filter on it, and we do have filters, um, you can get ionised things to go on your hose so that you take out, like if you think of the rainwater, it's actually contaminated because of all the pollution, especially in a big city. So you're feeding oh. your plants that. So it does, if you're really strict on your organic produce, uh, then, or trying to eliminate toxins for whatever reason, maybe fertility issues or whatever, then you can buy the ionized filter hoses kind of thing to put on the end oh. of your hose. Yeah, because it blocks out all yeah, the pollution. And if you're not in this part of the, the world, it's, um, if you're an Asian country or even America, yeah. it's going to be even worse. Even worse. So. Yep, exactly. And some parts of Europe, some are not. They're like us, they're quite good. But other parts are quite polluted. So, yeah, anyway, that was a little side while I thought about that when you said that. Yeah, <clears throat> ah, interesting. So well, there, there we go. go. We've covered a bit of ground there and... Had our little um, our little spouts on um, beauty products and personal care products because <laughs> that's my pet hate. People oh, say yeah. it's natural and it's actually not. <laughs> well, it might have one ingredient, yeah. and I'm like, hey, it's doing oh, more it's harm than good. Tea. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's pretty much in everything. <laughs> or aloe vera might have a tin. Oh, aloe vera is the other one. Or, uh, yeah. or glycerine. Glycerine. Or they exactly. say. H2O purified water. It's like, oh my god, yes, oh, they're very good. They have a, they put purified water into their product, and it's probably the main ingredient. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. that's us. We'll we'll um, check in back with you next week, same time, same back channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you next week. And we haven't decided on the subject, so that will be a surprise. Exactly. But as in always, if you've got a question, kind of type it to us. And um, if we don't get a chance to answer it, because we do rave on a bit, let's, let's face it, we'll answer at one stage. Yes. Some, somewhere down the track. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Ciao All right, now. So, see you later. Bye. Bye. 
And there we go. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Holistic Conversations with Vicky and Bron on all things living well, being healthy, and having gorgeous skin so you can thrive and live with vitality. Follow the podcast on this platform if you enjoyed the episode and want to hear more. You'll be notified when we upload new episodes. If you loved what you heard, share and follow us on our platforms and drop us a note on what you'd like to hear more of. Until next week.